0: Welcome back to the True Transformation Podcast. My name is Josiah Novak, and today we are gonna talk about the cost of inaction, not just in life, but in fitness. So what is the actual cost to not doing something or not chasing after your goals or not investing in yourself? I think, at least in my experience, in talking to thousands of people over the past 15 years, and also my team talking to thousands of people over the past decade or more, talking specifically about how to reach your goals and what it's gonna take and how investing in yourself is the best investment you'll ever make, there's this hesitancy to invest at a high level. And I think it's because we've been trained over however many years you've been alive and all the things you've paid for, we've been trained to go for the cheapest, smallest, level of investment if we're trying to accomplish a goal, right? And it starts with all the little things that we need to take care of every single day, right? Look for the lowest cost groceries, the lowest cost uh, oil that you put in your car, right? And then you start to have some success in your life. And maybe because of the investments you make in certain things, like your car. We'll use that as an example. You know, you buy your first really nice car. Maybe it's a Mercedes Benz. Maybe it's a Range Rover, And then all of a sudden that becomes the new norm, right? Now you just, that's all you drive is these nice cars. But because of how much you've put into those nice cars, you now take care of it in a way that has become normal, meaning you've leveled up the investments you make into these things because you've made a big investment. You don't want to lose that investment, right? So we're willing to spend thousands of dollars on new tires. We're willing to spend... And I'll just speak for myself, you know, 60 to hundred bucks every couple of weeks to get your car washed because you know that that little bit of investment over time is worth the, you know, taking care of your big investment. Here's the thing, all right, here's the point that I'm trying to get to with fitness is I talk to a lot of people, I mean, successful people, not people who, you know, haven't made it yet, not people who are struggling through life, people who have actually achieved some high levels of success in their career, in their families in their social circles, you know, who they roll with, who, they, who they're spending time with. They're successful people. But for some reason, there's this thought that they should be going for the cheapest option when it comes to their fitness. And I want, to, I want to explain where this comes from, okay? Why do all your friends and family tell you, oh, yeah, just go join a Planet Fitness, you know, spend 20 bucks a month. Oh, yeah, just, you know, go... Go join Lifetime Fitness, ooh, get, spend the big bucks, $100, $120 a month, right, like that's as high as you should ever go. Or go hire a cheap personal trainer, or go do group classes, you know, it's only 50, 100 bucks a month, you know, it's nothing crazy, it's not gonna break the bank. Why, where does this come from? Well, I wanna take a step back and tell you that it doesn't come from anything outside of this lack of self-belief. People just don't believe in themselves So they go for the cheapest option because they know history will tell them that they're not going to follow through on their fitness goals. There's not. So instead of investing hundreds and thousands of dollars and millions of dollars into their bodies, they go, you know what? I'm just going to do a little bit because it's low risk, it's comfortable, And history says I pretty much always fall off, so I don't want to lose money. Now, I'll tell you why this actually is a vicious cycle and why this leads to you falling off. This decision in itself leads to you falling off because you don't care enough about that investment. Why do we care about our house so much? Typically, it's our, in most cases, our largest purchase you know, or purchases we make over the course of our lives is our homes. Sometimes we buy commercial properties, you know, sometimes we invest in, I don't know, high levels of schooling and education. But I mean, let's be real, our our homes are typically our biggest investment. So we invest so much into our home and every month, unless you've got a huge influx of cash, every month we pay mortgages or we have renters pay mortgages. But that mortgage is something that's out there. It's a big expense, right? So this is why we don't get cheap with our home. You know, it's why we replace the roof when it needs to be replaced. It's why we fix leaks. It's why we fix our floors. It's why we take care of our carpets and have someone clean up our house every two weeks in some cases, right? Because we've invested a lot into it. So we care a lot about it. So going back to the fitness example, we consistently look for the cheapest, fastest option, right? And when we look for the cheapest, fastest option, what we're signaling to our psyche is that we really don't care about what we're investing in, right? We really just don't care. Um, sorry, my dogs are really distracting me right now. If you guys are watching this on Instagram where I'm going live, uh, my dogs are. I'm going to have my my team let the dogs out through the backyard. And just keep them outside because <laughs> they're like scratching at their little playpen. This is real life, guys. This is real life. This is this is a podcast. We can we can have a little little breaks in the action. All right. Um, let him out. Let him out. Let him out. Go. You're free. You're free. You're free. You can just move. He'll 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 go. You can just close that door. All right. Good. All right. It's distraction free once again. Thank God, because I'm like I'm I'm so like OCD. If I see like scratching going on the whole time, I'm like literally going to lose my train of thought and start like throwing things. Anyway, um, so we we have the house example. We care about our house, right? Because we made, we've made a big investment. We make continuous big investments every month, so we we take care of it, right? Fitness is one of those tricky things where we think, oh, it's just a cheap investment away from being fixed. I don't need to put a lot of money into my fitness. Like, why would I do that? You know, it's probably just a $20 gym membership or a $30 tub of whey protein, and then everything's gonna be good, right? Some cases you step your game up and you go, yeah, I'll hire a personal trainer for a month. You know, I'll pay a few hundred bucks and go get a couple sessions, figure this out, right? But what we fail to realize is that if we're not investing at a high level into our health and fitness, our attention is going to go other places. We're just not going to care about our health and fitness in any meaningful way. This is why athletes who clearly make a lot of money, top-level athletes at least, they make a lot of money, and a lot of that is attributed to their bodies. right? If their bodies are hurt, if their bodies aren't healthy, if they can't perform, they don't get paid. right? As Deion Sanders said, you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you play good. And when you play good, you get paid good. So, of course, they're going to invest at a high level into their bodies. I think, to use an example, I want to say uh, LeBron James invests. I think the number I saw in this could be off, so whatever you guys can hate if you want. But I think it was like 6 to $10 million a year in nutrition and coaching and fitness coaching and, like, workouts and equipment and all this stuff, okay? Now, why is 6 to $10 million a year enough for him? Well, because, you know, he makes whatever, $100 million a year. Maybe more than that at this point. And so he needs to invest on an, uh, an amount that he's going to care about, okay? For those of you watching who maybe make 150 a year, 200 a year, maybe you make half a million dollars a year. Maybe you make a million dollars a year, right? Let's just be real. You buy a $30 fitness program, you're not going to care about it. You know How many things have you bought in your life that are cheap, that don't cost a whole lot, that you just go, oh yeah, I forgot I had that thing. I do it, right? I buy a a new pair of shoes, like running shoes or something. I wear them a few times and then sometimes they just kind of sit there and I'm like, oh, that's right. I I got that pair. I got to use it more. Why? Because the running shoes are like 60 bucks. Just don't care enough. Now, buy my wife some Louis Vuitton purse. In fact, she just picked up a Louis Vuitton purse yesterday that was being repaired in the store. And guess what? I care a lot about that purse. It cost me a couple thousand dollars, okay? I want to make sure it's fixed. I don't want it to sit there broken, hanging out. We can't use it because I invested into it, all right? I invested into it. So it's this vicious cycle, and there's a cost of inaction too. Here's the crazy part that I think a lot of people need to realize. If you're constantly buying cheap little things to fix your health and fitness, like let's say on average every month, You spend 50 bucks, 50 bucks here, 50 bucks there. And then at the end of the year, okay, you spent 600 bucks on your fitness. All right, cool. 600 bucks, not a whole lot of money. Well, you do that for the next 10 years and you just spent $6,000. Now, wouldn't it suck to get 10 years down the line and not see any changes and you spent $6,000? Why you spent $6,000? Well, because that little $50 you spend every month doesn't really doesn't really make any dent in your in your bank account. You don't really care about it. You're like, yeah, whatever. I'm just kind of checking the box, right? But you're still slowly bleeding out money that you're not actually applying to anything. You're not getting a return on that. Now, let's use another example. Let's say you invest. You say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go hire a good personal trainer. I'm going to like, teach. he's going to teach me how to work out or she's going to teach me how to work out or whatever. You go to the gym three times a week. For an hour, a good personal trainer is going to charge you 150 bucks an hour. Let's just round down to be just to be even, right? It's 300 bucks a week if you were getting a hundred dollar an hour trainer who will maybe be decent, maybe not. That's $1,200 a month, okay? You go see that trainer for four months, almost five grand. Problem is, when you're not with that trainer, what else are you doing? Are you taking care of your nutrition? Are you taking care of your mindset? What about your community? What about the people you're surrounding yourself with? Are you getting support outside of that hour with that trainer. Most of the time you're not, okay? And that's not the trainer's fault, it's just the trainer's trying to make money. And so the trainer's got clients every hour, eight hours a day, and then what's the last thing he wants to do at the end of the day? Talk more about fitness. He wants to go home and relax. He's been on his feet for eight hours, training someone hands-on, okay? Trying to make a living. So this is where I have fallen in love, and this is where I got my start with coaching, is that I hired a coach early on in my personal development uh, path, you know, my journey when I was just in my early 20s, I hired a fitness coach, and uh, that was part of my journey. It wasn't everything, you know. Getting in shape was a fire starter for me, right? It got me more confident. It got me, um, it got me more energized. It got me out of depression, and it led to a ton of success in my life. And so, I attribute fitness and my faith, of course, my faith in in my in my spiritual faith, and also my faith in myself. Um, my self belief that grew over time, but fitness was a a fire starter for me. So I hired a coach and that coach changed my life. And then I started hiring other coaches in other parts of my life and I started investing at a high level in any area of my life that I wanted to improve. And I would always try to invest an amount that was a little bit uncomfortable, not a little bit uncomfortable, like very uncomfortable, painful, to the sense that if I wasted that investment, it was going to really, really suck right? So if I invested $5,000 back then into a coach, if I lost that five grand, oh my gosh, I needed to get a return on that. I needed to make it worthwhile, okay? Instead of going, oh yeah, I'm going to go buy an ebook for 30 bucks that'll never get opened. I'll never even download it. It'll just sit there. It made me feel good that I did something. Here's, Here's another lesson for you, okay? This is a trick your brain plays on you. When you invest into cheap things, and we we could talk about anything. It doesn't have to be fitness. Let's say it's your relationship. Oh, I'm going to go the cheap route. I'm going to do the cheap, 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 right? It's not painful, right? Number one, it's comfortable. But you're doing something tricky to yourself that actually is hurting you. You're not saying no to your goals completely. You're not saying no to your goals. You're not saying, no, I'm not doing anything. Because honestly, you don't. Your brain doesn't even want to be told no. Like you want to lose weight and you go, nope, not doing anything. You know you need to lose weight, you know you need to get in shape, you know you need to get your health right, you know you need to get your body right. So you don't want to tell yourself no. Nobody likes to be told no. But you also want to stay in your comfort zone. So what do you do? Say, well, I'm not gonna say no. Just not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say that much. I'm not gonna go, I'm, I'm just saying not that much. I'm going to invest just not that much. I'm going to invest just not that much. You're going to stay in your comfort zone. This is like where dreams go to die. <laughs> because psychologically you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to totally do this at some point. I'm going to totally get there at some point. Just not not right now. I'm going to get there. I'm going to do it. I'm not saying no. It's just not right now. Like how do we talk to our kids, right? Sometimes our kids go, "Dad, could I get ice cream tonight?" I say, "Not tonight, but this weekend." <laughs> Coldstone on a on a Tuesday? Are you crazy? How about Coldstone on Friday? So they go, "Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that makes sense, Dad." It makes sense. Yeah, let's do it on Friday. This is what we do to ourselves all the time. And we wonder why we don't get results, you know, because we have this cost of inaction that once again, will always come back, okay? Down the road, it's either you pay a little bit now and you get huge results or you pay a lot later and have to get over all the pain, all the suffering, all the problems you allowed to grow for however many years, you know, it's like divorce. I talk to guys who get divorced all the time. And I'm not a marriage counselor, but I know fitness is relatable to getting your marriage where you need it to be. Think about this, right? So you might want to go to counseling. You might want to go on date nights more often. You might want to go on trips together more often. And those things cost money. I get it. And they cost not even about the money. You might be a multimillionaire and go, that's not about the money. It's just the time, dude. I don't have the time. So, but you do have the time. You do. You have to, you have to create it. You have to create that time because down the road when you get divorced, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to have the time to go to court. You're going to have have the time to have the mediator. You're going to have to have less time with your kids. You're going to have to have time to go on dates with someone else if you want to get remarried or time to figure your life out, right? You're going to put in the time. Do you want to do it on your terms or you want to do it on terms that are not yours? That's the same thing with fitness, right? We can sit here all day and say like, Oh, I, I'll get to it. You know, I don't need to invest that much. I can do it on my own. Blah, 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 right? I, I get it. Right? I get it. But what about this? What about twenty years from now, when you're having to shell out thousands of dollars for hospital treatments, surgeries, medications, assisted living, in-home care? Right? What about all that stuff? People don't think about that, right? And look, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life. I'm here to give you opportunities, not obligations. But the bottom line is this, as a whole, the world has told you that you should look for the cheapest, easiest, fastest option when it comes to your health and fitness, and amongst other big areas of your life too. Cheap is supposedly good. It's not. It trains you, number one, to tell yourself that fitness doesn't really matter. It's not a priority. It gives you a coping mechanism to say, I'm not saying no to myself, just not right now. And then it gives you a boatload of regret when you look back and you go, man, I have spent $15,000 over the past 10 years on supplements, on little trainers here and there, on little programs here and there, on little boot camps here and there, none of which actually covered everything at once and made me go all in on myself. It was just little comfortable pieces of spend that I put into myself. And over time, it added up to this massive amount. If I had just spent a fraction of that on a full-blown, in-depth, coaching, all-encompassing environment with people that support me, that change my mindset, that change how I live, change how I focus, change how I look at my identity, I wouldn't be here right now. I would have saved myself a ton of money, and I'd be in great shape, and I'd have the rest of my life to celebrate and enjoy the fruits of my labor. So I know there's a lot of misconceptions out there about how much does you spend on your health? How much does you spend on your fitness? You know, I can't tell you what that number is. You know, I know that I'm a fitness professional. I still invest a lot into my fitness. I still hire coaches from time to time for certain things for fitness. I still buy fitness equipment. I still go to fitness events. I travel for fitness events. I host fitness events. I spend a lot of money on health, okay? We buy quality food. We subscribe to, uh, you know, uh, meat share and farming uh, products that uh, are locally grown and raised and whatnot. We're always looking for an edge. You know. I, I do a lot of things financially to support the fact that I care about my health and fitness. Can't tell you that you have to do the same thing. What I can tell you is that wherever you are in your journey, if you're not where you want to be, if it's, if it's as simple as this, I'm not where I want to be, you, you know, me, speaking of me, I'm where you want to be. My argument would be you're just simply in a, a, a meaningful investment away and going all in on that investment away from being where you wanna be. It's that simple. The more you put it off, the more you tell, you tell yourself it doesn't matter. You're gonna to have to dig yourself out of a deeper hole. You can actually do things the cheap way right now instead of waiting until later when it's gonna be more expensive, it's gonna be more debilitating, it's gonna be painful, it's not gonna be fun. You can do it the fun way right now on your terms but you gotta stop putting it off. You gotta stop looking for cheap. You gotta stop bleeding out tiny little bits of cash thinking that that's gonna fix a big problem. Doesn't work. Doesn't work, okay? Remember, if going back to the house analogy, we'll wrap up with this. You know, the bigger home that I wanna buy, typically, the bigger down payment I'm gonna have to make, right? And the more work I'm gonna have to do to take care of that home, the more people I'm gonna have to have in place. So if you have big goals... Got to stop playing small. You got to stop playing small. I know it hurts to spend a lot of money. I know. Sometimes I, I can be cheap with things too. And I'm like, why was I cheap? That was so stupid, right? I should have just gone all the way, you know? Should have spent 10% more and got 100% better results. I promise you, there's been so many times in my life where I've kicked myself for being cheap. So leave you with this. Your fitness goals are just like anything else in life that you care about you got to invest in them if you want the results. If you want an ROI, if you want a return on your energy, the ROE, if you want the return on your investment, you're going to have to put a significant amount in. So with that, appreciate you listening. True Transformation Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it with a friend. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And uh, I will talk to you all soon. Life moves fast. Make it count. Peace.